Hey, I'm Ashley McGee. I'm a health coach, military officer, and military spouse. I'm passionate about helping military women live their happiest and most abundant lives by improving their health. If you're looking for actionable tips and tricks to get healthier while balancing your hectic life, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Healthy Women Warriors podcast. Hey, 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 how's it going? I am so excited that you're with me for this episode. It's going to be a good one. We are talking about when your spouse or your partner, your human, isn't supportive of your health journey. And this is something I get asked a lot, and I I totally get it. It, it really sucks to feel like you're not supported, especially when you're making major changes in your life and it's it's for all the right reasons, right? If you, your people, your person <laughs> isn't on board, you know, they might sabotage you or just like not feeling that support can leave you wondering like why? Like I don't understand why this person that's important to me that, you know, loves me isn't on board with me trying to be a better version of myself. So that's what we're diving into. By the way, if this is the first time we're meeting, I'm Ashley McGee. I'm your military health coach, <laughs> lead healthy woman warrior, and I'm I'm excited to dive into this. Okay, where do we start? First things first, I've found that nine times out of ten, if your partner isn't being supportive of your health journey, it actually has nothing to do with you. <laughs> And I know that sounds a little silly, but but stay with me. And it typically boils down to one of three things. So first thing is comfort zone. The comfort zone is aptly named, right? It's it's where people feel comfortable. And most people stay stuck in this zone because, because it's comfortable, because it's what they know. And what happens is is when you start to change, when you start to make changes in your life, maybe, and and it's not just your actions. When you're going through this health journey, you're going to be changing the way you think. You're going to be changing the way you speak. It's something I I hear a lot from my clients where they're like, yeah, my my spouse made a comment that I'm I'm talking about my health or I'm talking about my weight in a completely different way than I ever have before. So you're you're changing and seeing you go through those changes can challenge your partner's comfort zone. So they feel like they they might not want to examine their their own habits, their own lifestyle. They may not be ready to challenge their own comfort zone, but seeing you make those changes can start to create that challenge. And with that, as they see you growing and changing and learning and stepping into the person that you really want to be, they might feel judged or judgment because they're not on your level. And It doesn't mean that you love them any less. You're judging them. But again, we spend so much time in our own heads and 
they may feel like they may feel that judgment or they might might be putting that on themselves even if you're not portraying that at all. So that's kind of the first one I see is is that challenge the comfort zone and how it it it, it makes them feel uncomfortable. And when people feel uncomfortable, especially if they're not pursuing growth, they want to shrink back into their comfort zone. And if you are challenging that, then that fear is thrown at you. And so they don't support you. Okay. So the second one I have for you is self-esteem. And again, health health is, is holistic. I, I'm not going to sit here and talk about having a bikini body or, you know, looking a certain way or whatever. Health is about feeling good, feeling connected to your body, being able to do the things that you want to do without pain, without exhaustion. That's really what health is about. But obviously there are some, you know, physical changes that happen as as you're getting healthier. And if your partner isn't super into health, if they're not maybe the fittest they've ever been or, you know, they're carrying some extra weight, they might feel that in their own self-worth, their own self-esteem. And again, we get so in our heads. But if you're improving yourself, they might start thinking, well, if 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 she gets all hot and awesome or awesomer, you're already awesome, right? And you're already hot too. But again, <laughs> if if she if she, you know, drops this weight and I don't do anything, am I still going to be good enough for them? And it doesn't have to be rational, but I guarantee there are some some of you out there that your partner is having that thought in their head. It and they might not even be aware of it. It might be subconscious, but that is absolutely something I've seen happen. And again, going back to kind of that fear of judgment, their ego may be bruised a little bit because you're spending so much time developing yourself, improving yourself, being the version, the best version of yourself, the version that you want to be. And, and they're not. And so there's some of that ego of like, again, well, is, is she better than me now? And, and that can really, really challenge, especially like a more heteronormative relationship that that can can challenge the male ego ego a little bit and uh for my lgbtq plus listeners um i would love to hear what your perspective and um an experience has been here because i frankly i i just don't have that experience so i i i um i can't speak to it but it, it's definitely something i've seen more so in kind of the heteronormative uh, you know, male, female type relationships. All right. So that was number two is, is kind of self-esteem and worrying about their own self-worth and self-esteem as you improve and they stay the same. Number three, our last one here is a value or identity mismatch. So when you start prioritizing your health, 
your values and your identity shift. You start thinking like, what are the actions that a healthy person takes, right? You're suddenly prioritizing your workouts over watching TV in the evenings after work. You're going to start changing your habits. You're, you're changing, again, how, how you behave, how you talk, how you think. But your partner isn't necessarily making those shifts with you. Now, it may not even be that they don't support you. It could be they just aren't really interested, and I've definitely seen this in my own life. You know, my my husband and I are, are both pretty active. We're, we're pretty healthy, right? But I'm definitely much more interested in the nitty gritty science, incorporating, you know, some some biohacking, you know, supplementation, that, that stuff I nerd out on really quick. He's more of a, I just need to eat generally healthy and work out. <laughs> so... It's not that he's not into being healthy. He's just not, he, his interests aren't where where mine are. Similarly, like he talks all the time about the stock market and I just, it that is not my jam. <laughs> so, but when there's that lack of interest, it can feel like lack of support when really it's it's just that they're not as into it as you are. But still, that can that can be hard when you're like, I don't understand why you're not supporting me. And they're like, no, like, it's fine. Like, you do you. I'm just going to, like, do my own thing. Okay. So to recap, the main three reasons I see partners not being supportive of you is either, you know, it challenges their comfort zone. If you know anything about me, you know I am a stickler when it comes to my food quality. That's why I love Primal Kitchen. They make it easy to incorporate healthy fats and clean collagen into my meals, offering everything from avocado mayo to keto chai tea. If you want to check them out, use my code ASHMCGEECOACH to get 10% off your first order. That's ASHMCGEECOACH for 10% off your first order. So what can you do? Right? I'm not going <laughs> to I'm not going to bring you here to talk about the problem and not give you some ways to move forward. So what can you do? The first thing I recommend is having an open and honest conversation about you know what you're trying to do and and why you're doing it, why it's important to you. And when you do this, Try to lean into your empathy and really link it back to things that are mutually beneficial to your partner, things that they also appreciate. So for example, let's say you really enjoy like hiking together or doing, you know, some sort of active family activity. And because you're either carrying extra weight or you're not eating the way you want to, and, and maybe your partner has a killer metabolism. So like, it's like no matter what they eat, they, you know, it's like they lose weight and you like look at their meal and suddenly you've gained 10 pounds, right? Like there, I know there are definitely <laughs> some of us out there that that's, that's how it feels. So they may not necessarily understand how things are impacting you, but let's say, you know, you're, you're feeling fatigued or you're feeling joint pain from inflammation. 
And that's affecting how you feel on those hikes. It is affecting whether or not you want to go on them in the first place. But if it's something that you enjoy doing together, you can link it back and say, hey, you know, I really love that we do these family hikes or these family adventures, but I'm not, I'm not feeling good in my body. I, I have really low energy, my joints hurt, and I just, I want to kind of clean up my eating a little bit so I can feel better and, and more energized when we are doing these things together because I want to be able to show up as the best version of myself for you. Again, most of us <laughs> are very self-centric, right? We're, we're thinking about how things affect us. So if you can put it in terms of, I'm doing this not only for me, but for you, you will likely have a better outcome. The second kind of piece of advice I have for you is creating agreements or compromises around whatever there's some areas of contention. Usually I see these as either like food, you know, meals, uh, snacks, food in the house, snacks in the house, junk food in the house, (laughs) or time. So if you have kids balancing out, you know, covering down with the kids so you can work out, those are the, the kind of things that you you really need to discuss with your partner and, and, and try to come to an agreement. So examples I've seen from my clients or in my own life, uh, let's start with food. So trying as you're trying out new ways of eating, plan meals with your partner if they're open to it. See what what they like, what they don't like, and try new things together. And I absolutely did this when my husband came home from deployment. I, I kind of went through, okay, so here's our, some of my favorite recipes. Let's see, you know. And he would basically be like, yeah, like, you know, I, I enjoy this. Um, let's let's put this on the, the keeper list. And so now we have a, a list of recipes where I can kind of go through them. And I know they're in alignment with my goals Uh, you know, keeping both of us healthy in alignment with how I'm trying to eat, but it's also something that is enjoyable for him to eat. With snacks, again, if you're challenging comfort zone, they may may not be ready to give up their junk food, right? (laughs) And, but that can be hard if you have that proclivity to either emotionally eat or eat when you're bored or just, you know, really... trying to deal with those cravings. So compromise where it's like, hey, if you're going to have this stuff in the house, like put it where I don't know where it is, like hide it somewhere, hide it from me. Or, you know, please, if you can, as much as possible, try not to eat this stuff in front of me because I am, I'm really trying to stay on track with my goals. And then with time, figuring out, okay, so hey, like I I really want to work out after work can you pick the kids up from school or and and figuring out like okay so maybe all right so I I get that time to work out what what would you what's a hobby that your partner has um <laughs> and I'm, I'm thinking in my own life right and I, I don't have kids like full disclosure don't have kids so this is things I've seen from my clients that do have kids but it could be maybe your partner has either a hobby they enjoy or maybe they just want to like play video games uninterrupted for an hour. Maybe they want to get a workout in. So really being proactive and trying to to plan and schedule that time together. 
as much as possible. The more you involve your partner in this process as well, the less they're going to feel like you're leaving them behind. So that's really important. My third tip for you is to find accountability partners and friends outside of your relationship. Your partner isn't necessarily going to be the best for accountability purposes. You can love them. They're amazing. It's all good, but they're not necessarily the best accountability partner, especially if they're not on this journey with you. If they're happy with where they're at and you're kind of alone and unafraid, they may not be the best. So finding people that are like-minded, that are going through the same process or, you know, a coach that can help you work through this process, um, that's, that's a big part of what I do is when, you know, my clients don't necessarily have that strong support system around them, I'm here to say, hey, like, you got this, like, I'm going to help you stay accountable and um, help you with those, those struggles and that can, it's just, it's really nice to have someone else also to be able to talk to candidly about what you're going through and know that they're, they're going through it with you or they understand or they can offer guidance. So you don't have to rely on, on just your partner in order to have that, that accountability. And then lastly, you have so much power within you. And so I really encourage you to connect to your own affirmations, your own why, to help you keep motivated even when maybe your partner isn't super interested. So I actually, I I have sticky notes of my affirmations. I recommend it to my clients, like write your affirmations, put them on a sticky note, say them to yourself in the mirror. But having something visual or some way to remind yourself of of why this is important to you can help anchor you back to the bigger picture. Because I guarantee why this is important to you is not because you want to drop a size or drop weight. There's something bigger than that. And I really encourage you to investigate that within yourself. Ask yourself some hard questions. Really get to why is this important to you? Why does it matter? Why why is now the time to make these changes? What happens if you don't? What is your life going to look like in five years if you keep on the same path you're at now without changing? Ask yourself those hard questions to really nail down the why behind your, your health journey and, and really just allowing the best version of you to come out. She's, she's in there, you know, this health journey, it's not, there's not something wrong with you. You're not broken. You don't need to be fixed. It's just allowing yourself to, to peel away the layers of, you know, diet culture, BS societal expectations, stupid fashion stuff. (laughs) And and letting yourself emerge as someone that practices self-love, that practices self-care and prioritizes your health because you're worth it and you have so much to give and bring to this world, to the people around you, to your family. And that's that's worth everything. It's so important. So connect to that. Remind yourself of that. So when you're not feeling supported, when you're not feeling motivated, you have that to go back to to say, yes, you know what? It's okay 
that maybe they don't understand what I'm doing right now because I can see the bigger picture of why this matters. Whew. Okay. So that was a lot. Um, but again, I want to recap like, the action items here. So having an open and honest conversation, creating agreements and compromises, finding accountability partners, and connecting to your own why, your own affirmations to help keep you motivated. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, can you do me a favor and go rate and review the podcast? The best place is on Apple Podcasts. You can also do it on Stitcher. Or honestly, send me a DM on Instagram or Facebook and let me know what you thought. It really, it brings so much joy to my soul to hear that you are getting something out of this. Um, I love you so much. I'm so proud of you for listening through, sticking through, and remember, you are worth it and you can do this. So until next week, go out and live your healthiest, happiest, and most abundant life. I'll talk to you soon. You've just finished another episode of the Healthy Women Warriors podcast. If you like the show, can you do me a favor? Go rate and review it. I would really appreciate it. And once you do, post a picture and tag at Ash McGee Coach so I can shout you out. Talk to you next week.